0: What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm April. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 179. I'm king of the Avalon! You murderer! (laughs) Spoilers. We get into every detail of Passengers, so you may want to exit if you don't want in on all the juicy details. Also, we are critics with attitude, so don't, don't take what we say serious. We're just kicking back and having a fun conversation. And sometimes, fun conversations... Can get a little crazy, don't you agree? Oh yeah. So they've been warned. Crazy, crazy. And uh, tonight we will be reviewing a movie that has taken a lot of shit. We will be a talking lot of flack. a lot of flack. We will Not be talking about passengers. Um, it's currently somewhere like 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's been called the Titanic of this generation, and some have suggested that it's a little bit rapey, kind of like a rapey Titanic.
1: I don't even know what that means. What? Titanic? No. A little <laughs> a little rapey. Uh,
0: What's think, a little rapey? I think that's what people say when they think there might be a little like some rapey. You can't rape just it.
1: little rape someone?
0: Yeah. You either raped think, them think or think you people, didn't. I think people are confused. I think they think there might be some rapey things in this. But so they so they say But little. there's no rape in this movie. So they say little rapey because they, they don't they're not for sure. See,
1: I think that's wrong with our culture is you can't go and minimize something like rape and be like He's just a little rapist. A little murderer. He's just a little rapist, a little murderer. He just <laughs> killed a little. He's a
0: little crazy. Like, no,
1: that doesn't work.
0: Passengers stars Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence, j Law. oh wait, J-Law. J-Law, 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 Michael Sheen, Law, Rinse Fishburne, and for a few minutes of screen time, actually, I would not even say a, a full minute, I would say probably 10 seconds, maybe 20 seconds of screen time from Andy Garcia.
1: Yeah, we get... Blink Maybe 15. Miss.
0: 15 Blink, seconds. 15 seconds? I wouldn't yeah. even say that. Five seconds. I don't even know. He just steps out of his pod and is like, what the fuck's going on? I wonder on? how
1: much he got paid for
0: that. <laughs> $1.50. <laughs> Passengers is about uh, a couple who are on a 120-year journey, and uh, they're off to another planet when their hibernation pods wake them up 90 years too early. Uh, their names are Jim and Aurora, and they are forced to unravel the mystery behind the malfunction as the ship teeters on the brink of collapse with the lives of 5,000 passengers in jeopardy. April, Passengers is somewhere at 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it that bad, or is it just fun to pick on the movie with the biggest stars? What did you think of Passengers when you left the theater? What was your, what was your gut telling you?
1: I didn't... Have like an overwhelming reaction to the movie. I was confused, but I was happy. I liked the, I liked where it went and how it ended. And so I thought overall I was satisfied. Unlike some other movies where I've been like, oh, I don't like that. What did they do? Or, oh my God, that was so awesome. It was just kind of there and I was satisfied. Um, but it did make me think what all the different uh, talk was about, and so
0: yeah, because I couldn't wait for you to go see this. Um, I watched it before you did, and uh, I wasn't looking forward to this movie because I, I was earlier in in twenty, you know, late twenty fifteen, early twenty sixteen. I, I was I was excited. I mean, it's Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, right? They made so it
1: look like a thriller.
0: It's a sci fi movie. Yeah. In December, and we know that's where you know Oscar contenders go. I was like, wow, could this be that? That fun science fiction movie with um, some award bait in there, you know? Is this a movie that we can take serious with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence? And, you know, I went to go see it, but then I heard all the reviews and the Rotten Tomatoes. And, you know, I'm a, a lot of people know on adventures, um, I like Rotten Tomatoes. You know, I, I think it's a good gauge. Uh, yeah. Rotten Tomato take takes a lot of shit. Um, but I think for the most part, it's a good gauge. And when I see the gauge all the way at 30%, It kind of scares me because a lot of people usually get it right or close to it. And uh, I went in to go see Passengers, and I had my issues with it, but I was thoroughly entertained. Um, I thought the chemistry between Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence was fantastic. I don't think they are quite Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling type chemistry like with La La Land. Right. But I like them on screen. I mean, you can tell why they are the top actors and uh, top actor and top actress, you know. Um, yeah, They're great. Um, the ship design, um, of the Avalon, a lot of practical effects, which is something I respect and something I dig and something I will throw money at. Um, I love the ship design. Um, I, am I'm, I'm glad that we were able to explore some of the ship, kind of like Dawn of the Dead, you know, where, you know, shit hits the fan. You're going to live in the mall. You're going to explore the mall. You know, um, I think they did a pretty decent job of exploring the ship. What, what are you going to do with your downtime? I really like that. Um, now I will say though that I, I really wanted do you think do you think this would have been a better horror film or a better or better as a horror film or as a thriller cuz you said like even the trailer it looked like it could have been a thriller well, but we get I, a rom-com in space.
1: Right, and I think that's maybe why on Rotten Tomatoes, you know, after a look, after you look at some of the reviews and the reasons why people went on there and gave it cuz I was interested when you said it was like 30 some percent um, why? Because I didn't. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I didn't think it did. But I think a lot of those people were looking at
0: it. To it didn't be blow you out of your thriller. hibernation pod, did it?
1: No, but it, they were looking at it to be a thriller. And it turned out to be, like you said, almost like a Titanic-esque, you know, a very, I don't say rom-com, but a romantic um, movie and, and moral dilemma type thing. And so I think they, w- they were thinking it would have been a more action, more thriller-based, and m- it would have got, you know, uh, reviews out of the out of the wazoo. It would have been super awesome and cool, and people would have been like, oh, my God, did you see that explosion? I mean, throw Vin Diesel in there and a couple explosions <laughs> and yeah. a couple of hand grenades and floating through space. <laughs> they would have been oohing and aahing. Yeah, it, I so. really
0: think that if this movie would have hit on more of the psychological horror aspects. Oh, definitely. Um, or if they would have went a fatal attraction meets The Shining in, in space, I think everybody would be talking about this movie. And I think it would potentially win Best Picture, especially with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, people who you take from Hunger Games and Guardians, and you put them in this kind of atmosphere with all these these deep moral choices and and, and and questioning their character, I think that would have been a movie of the one of the biggest movies of the 21st century. I think it would have been amazing. I would think I think it would have had a lot of people talking. I
1: think instead of what we got. I think it was supposed to be somewhat of the um, the sociological like exploitation of like Wally was you know with the cartoon and you know showing how people are lazy and you know this is what would happen if you're in space and maybe. That moral dilemma and kind of thing. I think that's what they were trying to, you know, what is man really made of? And yeah. and they they fell short a little bit, but then they brought up a whole bunch of interesting questions. Yeah, but,
0: yeah. and I, I was thoroughly entertained though. So I this is when I watched La La Land and we did the review for La La Land. I walked out of that movie and I said I've been I'm going to be wrestling with La La Land. You know, for I want to see it again. Yeah, I'm going to be wrestling with it, but. You know, I have to come come to terms with the movie that it is, the movie that they gave us, and not the movie that I wanted. And same same goes with here. This was after this was after La La Land, right? Passengers was this after La La Land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I it's, we've been sitting on this review for you know about a week now, yeah. um, getting our thoughts together on it. But I tell you what, when I left the theater, I was I was happy with it, but I had to um, I had had to let go, and I had to to review this movie for what it is, and it is. Unfortunately, not that psychological horror film. It's not Fatal Attraction meets Shining. It's a rom-com in space. It is a romantic uh, space journey with these two people. And with that, I like the movie. I did. Okay, so um, I want to get your thoughts, though, on a quote from the director. His name is Morton Tildum. I'm not familiar with this director at all, uh, but I think he's uh, someone to watch out for because uh, even though I think this movie fails in some regards – I thought it was good, but I think that he was on to something. Um, he says, Passengers for me, it's a story about what's important to live a full life. What are the things we need as human beings? It's not afraid to entertain, but at the same time, it asks big questions about what does it mean to really feel happy? Every generation has its love story. I feel this is it. I had to do it. I had to make Passengers. So he's saying that Passengers potentially is this generation's love story. And as much as I think that this guy gets a lot of things right, I do not agree with him on that. And what what is a generation anyway? A generation of movies. Would you say that's 20 years, 10 years? I was trying to look it up and I got some different um, feedback on that. What's a generation What's a generation? Like when you're like, that's my generation.
1: I think it's the movies that you grow up with. I think it would span Something like, like 20 15, years? 20 years. Okay. Those are the years from like... When you start being able to watch TV, like five, six years old, up until you're like early twenties, those are the movies that make an impact and kind of create your view and of who you are, how the world works,
0: and things like so that. So, if we're going twenty years, um, this is twenty seventeen, going back to nineteen ninety seven, that's Titanic,
1: right? Right. Um, if
0: we're going back two thousand four, so going back well about fifteen years, um, that's Notebook um is there any other ones that what is what is the love story of this generation of the last 20 years what is the love story titanic notebook you think one of those i I mean if
1: you want to be truthful about it the most romantic and like sappiest like oh beating all odds love story and you're gonna hate this is twilight and the whole Uh, twilight saga but it is it's a romance that's what the whole uh story is about is her falling in love Duh. with Edward. So we're talking a generation faded, though. But it's like a Romeo and Juliet faded, uh-huh. you know, I can't be with him cuz he's a vampire, but then I need to and oh well, I think
0: Titanic or Notebooks takes the cake over Twilight if we're talking about a well, generational love story.
1: It's the generational love story, I would say, of a younger generation or, yeah. like, children's, you know, yeah, I would, I would right. say teens and things like that. That would be their love story, just like Harry Potter
0: or, you what know, else Marvel versus would be. What else versus Twilight, then?
1: Oh, I don't think there's anything. I mean, because Twilight started 2008. Mm. Um, I think that would probably be the closest. So, yeah,
0: if we went 19, nine, late 90s, Titanic, um, up to 2004, Notebook, and when did... Two thousand eight is yeah. I think those are probably out. your top three. Can um, you think of any others?
1: The only other thing that I could think of is, uh, but it's it came out before it. There there hasn't been an iconic love story. I mean, in between that was Brokeback Mountain, so that's a different kind of love story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before or that's after sure. that, that is definitely different. Um, after that would have been um, the oh what was it? It was Stardust. Two thousand seven, so right around the same time. Just more that, but that's more of an adventure,
0: you know, fantastical love story type thing. Yeah, I I don't know what takes the prize,
1: but I think Twilight is this generation's probably. Titanic I would say that. love story. I can agree with. That. I can get behind that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about Twilight because I was still stuck on you know 2004, 1997. I was trying to find something to beat Notebook. I mean, would would you say that Notebook's probably the uh, the top romantic movie to beat of all time?
1: I mean, I don't know if it's the top romantic what do you movie. Get, of you can all go back time. as far
0: as you want. What is the top romantic movie of Gone all time? Gone with the
1: Wind is a great romantic yeah. movie. Um, Casablanca. But, but not all romantic movies have happy endings. Uh-huh. So you have to define what. In. Yes. So you have to define what a romantic movie is. Um,
0: Very good. Yeah. Yeah, he does say, though, that you know it's uh, this movie explores and it, it asks some big questions. I don't think this is the generational love story. I'm glad that he saw some potential in that. I, I disagree with that. But I do think the screenplay, however, does ask some big questions or at least some interesting questions, don't you think?
1: I think any of the Nicholas Sparks books
0: would probably be considered generational love story. So yeah.
1: just throw Nicholas Sparks in front of anything because he wrote the notebook and then you've got... This generation's love story. (laughs)
0: Well, what do you think about the big question this asks? Um, If you were on a desert island and you could wish anybody on that island, but you would be taking their life by stranding them there, um, would you? It so would sh- it would make so your wait life. Wait a minute.
1: Should we explain a little bit about the movie and why you're asking me that question? Yeah, because
0: this is actually a question that Chris Pratt's character, I think Jim, asks right. an android that's also stuck on the ship as well. Right. You know. So yeah, you want to go into kind of a brief. Okay. Synopsis so kind of
1: Jim. Major
0: spoilers. Yeah.
1: Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> eh, eh. Don't listen if you don't want. If you haven't seen it yet, yank, or you yank. want to. Um. So Jim, Chris Pratt's character is. He actually the, the ship is hit by a meteor or something and uh, his hibernation chamber malfunctions and he wakes up and he thinks that it's it's a 120 years 20 year, year and it's four months before and but nobody else is awake. And Well so I think it's like, 20
0: years right that he's been on the ship because they wake up 90 with 90 years to go. Yes. I think it's what it so, is. 90 years. So that would be 30. Years. Yeah, so 30 years, yeah. So,
1: yeah. So my math ain't that y- good. Y- yes, he, he, he don't, he not good with the numbers. I got a big heart,
0: but my math sucks. All right, sucks. so
1: he, um so Jim goes and he explores the ship. He realizes nobody's there for like over a year. And so he
0: rapes somebody. Well, stop. <laughs> so we'll get chicken. to that in a
1: minute. Um, I, He doesn't actually wait a year because. Yeah, it's like a year no, and three months. No, nope, nope, nope. A year and three weeks. Mm-hmm. Before he wakes her up. But he starts. So that's that's the spoiler. Yo. He goes and he, it's kind of at his breaking point. He wants to, actually goes out into a space suit and then is going to jump he's off. He's on the almost, break. He's going to he, commit he, suicide. He's going space crazy, uh-huh. if that's a thing. Um, stir Crazy Cabin Fever and he's alone and he knows he's going to die because there's no way he's going to make it another 90 years. He's in his 30s, you know, 30-ish He's not going to live to be 120 and then be able to spend time with these people on the space station.
0: So he sees a sleeping girl in a so, hibernation so pod. So he hits
1: something and he sees this girl sleeping who's-
0: A pretty girl.
1: Who's just so happened to be called Aurora, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> sleeping sleeping Beauty. Beauty's name is Aurora. That's her real name. Um, so why, so
0: why is she sleeping?
1: So- Or I think, and and I think this because the android goes, oh yeah, he deliberated over it for months. And they they go into a couple scenes where he goes, should I? No, I shouldn't. Oh, I shouldn't even think that. So the dilemma is, should he wake her up? He needs some companionship. And he ends up. Uh, you know tripping up her thing he couldn't wake anybody else up he couldn't do the crew he couldn't get into the you know the
0: because there's clusters right so he couldn't even he didn't even have access to crew members
1: but he was able to find a paper or um manual on the pod and figure out how to make it malfunction so he could wake her up
0: so let me let me make it clear i want to make sure i understand april yes so he sees a pretty girl sleeping yes and then he takes some time, a few months, and he studies her. Yeah. And he wakes her up. He
1: watches her videos, oh. learns who she is. And Social why her. Social stalking. It. And I think he kind of just falls in love with the person that she presented mm-hmm. and and likes that personality and thinks oh, so, I want to talk to her. I don't want to be alone on this spaceship and then die alone.
0: So this Chris Pratt guy, this Jim character.
1: And so he waits a year and three weeks, and then he wakes her up.
0: Now, does he, he must be a psycho, right? He, does he come off psycho?
1: Well, he is at his breaking point.
0: A tough moral, moral decision.
1: It is a moral decision because he knows by waking her up, he's going to be condemning her to death because she's not going to, you know, okay, now she has 89 years to, you know, travel to the thing. Um, she's There's no way she's going to be able, he can't get, oh, and let's, preface this by saying he can't go back into his hibernation pod. There's it when this, ship got hit he couldn't go and figure out a way to reactivate his hibernation pod so that's why he's been stuck awake oh. for a year and, and then three
0: weeks that's when he asked the big question to um the android, the android well, multiple by, times played by michael sheen which i really liked i really liked michael sheen's performance right. there was it was very small but sometimes a small performance can be great i just i really it liked him on necessary
1: screen yeah i really movie. do
0: um he and he asked he asked the android he goes if you were on a desert island and you could wish anybody on that island but you would be making their life a thousand times worse. You're going to be condemning them. You're taking their life. It's pretty much murder, you know. Would you? And the android says... That's
1: not a question for robots. That's not a
0: question for robots. So, you know, he he's he's shaving himself. He's looking in the mirror. And he's like, don't do it. Don't wake her up. You know, he knows it's wrong. But like you said, it's, it's a decision he has to make. You know, he's stuck on this ship for he's gonna die on this ship. He'll never reach that destination.
1: So my biggest issue with it, after I've talked I've thought about it and you know, we've talked a little bit here and there Would you wake me up in conversations. I don't think I would wake you You'd necessarily You'd see me all bald,
0: up. ripped out. I mean, I've had... Muscular in my hibernation oh, pod. yes. And then I'd my, go,
1: eh, me. he's not good at math. And I'm on a spaceship. I need someone who's a scientist well, who can... Well, first you would
0: see me in the who pod. can
1: science the shit out of this thing <laughs> and get me back in hibernation. First you would see me in the
0: hibernation pod, right? Let me let me get this right. Okay. 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 Bald. Okay, my shirt's off. Okay, my muscles are just popping. No,
1: wait a minute. They're, they're, my their shirt, shirts weren't off. My shirt Your would shirt be would off. be off. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then...
0: My wiener would be hanging out. I'm definitely not waking no, you but up. No, but then you'd watch the videos, right, of me. And you, I'd be like, what's up, video landers? We're going to Homestead 2 where we're going to watch movies for the rest of our life. You wouldn't wake me up? Uh, I, I'm,
1: you yeah, know, if you're that much of a voyeur and you, you're sticking it out there in your hibernation pod, nah, I'm moving on to the scientist who would, can science the shit out of that.
0: Okay, so would you wake somebody up?
1: I, I That's a hard thing to ask because you are um, condemning them but it also poses the question they made um, you said his name's Martin Sheen?
0: No. Yeah, Martin Is it Martin no. Sheen? Yeah, Michael Sheen. I'm Michael sorry. Sheen. Did I say okay. Martin Sheen? I, it's I'm Michael not, Sheen. I, yeah. yeah. Michael Sheen's
1: character is an android so from the waist up he looks human. Um, he's got hands and he can have a conversation and talk with him um, but from the waist down, he's, you know, a robot on, like, this pedestal, you know, kind of moving back and forth and uh, in the bar. Uh, so it does have that shining feeling that you were talking about, uh-huh. kind of the same thing with Jack.
0: Which McS2 was said. an homage to the shining, yeah. too. Even the director tried to, to make that same connection.
1: Well, and you could tell by the um, the tone and the coloring uh-huh, exactly. and the way, the lighting and everything. But anyway, it, it just brings up the question that is having something that someone to talk to, someone to interact with, because that was someone... Is that enough? No, he was human-like, but he wasn't human. So was it just the, was it a physicality? Did he need to, did he wake her up because she was a girl and she he's straight, almost, uh-huh. you know, um, a heterosexual male and he wanted to have sex with her? Yeah. Was that his intent? Was it just for companionship? Uh, why didn't he wake yeah. a man up? I mean, and that's human
0: nature too. I mean, you think, she, if the tables were turned, do you think she would wake up a man?
1: So that's been posed to me, and I called... I think it might have been Kyle Brown? No, I'm not sure. I I apologize, Kyle, if it wasn't you. Someone had said at the... um the Pantheon party that, oh, well, yeah, she would wake up a dude because she'd need someone to help figure out stuff for her. <laughs> Which so is funny. F that person because there are plenty of female... Need to wake women-
0: up a man to fix this shit. F- females oh who are
1: strong and able and very smart to be able to take care of themselves and do shit. Um, we won't even talk about, you know, the presidency and how... The- yeah, anyway. Uh, so... Yeah, no. I think that I don't know if I would have woken up a male, female. If I would have woken up anyone, um, I do but see it poses.
0: He struggles just like like you are right now. He struggles for it's not like th- what three weeks. He's like I gotta get my dick wet. You know what I'm no, saying? And, he's not and jerking he, off to her video files.
1: And he's with her for quite a while before, like, you know, kind of courting her. They're mm-hmm. the only ones on the ship. So, you know, they're becoming friends and mm-hmm. doing things. And and they lead you to believe that it's a while before they yeah. ever, like, sleep together yeah. or anything. And then, come on,
0: it's a shitty move. It's a shitty move. It is. And I don't know what his full intention is, but it's, I think it's a... It's a very interesting question and I'm glad this movie exists that brings it up because I've been having fun thinking about it and fuck man what do, you, what do you do you know but he doesn't come off even sleazy he gives her her space and wakes her up um he doesn't come off all he doesn't come off a little rapey you know I think he's I think he's a gentleman about everything and he gives her time you know he but he does lie to her for an entire year
1: well he goes to and I think he very would have continued to lie to her exactly. if the android hadn't have outed him
0: yeah um which is bullshit because would you if you if i woke you up and for a year i was telling this android about you oh man there's this chick named aurora she's funny she's an author I, could, I i if i had to spend my life with somebody it would be her if i tell this android all this for a year okay even though i would go fuck up that android after waking her up because that's what happens is that's when she finds out is they're um It's they're, they're Disney, having a drink oh, there's together There's no secrets, there's no secrets. Us, and he right? goes, he gets up, he's had a little bit much of drink, he goes take a piss, and the Andrew's like, Oh, no secrets. I remember a year ago today when he was like, I can't wait to meet her after I wake her up, and she's like, What the fuck? You know, that's like a what a year. Because I think they've been they
1: they were together for a, a year. year.
0: Now that's wrong too. That's very deceiving, you know? So there's there's a lot of bad calls here there on his part as a character, but it's some good moral questions. What the fuck would you do if you were, if this wasn't a ship and it was an island, if this was Tom Hanks and he could get rid of that fucking volleyball, who would he wish on that fucking island? You know? So I think it's, it's, and this. I think it goes to the director's
1: point of what do you need to live a human, complete human, full life? Yeah. And do you just need a companion? Do you need that physicality? Do you need someone to share and to make yourself complete in the full sense of physical, emotional, mental, you know, the whole uh-huh. thing? Or is it just, obviously the android didn't do it for him. That was yeah. companionship. None of the videos and things that he could watch or do. You know, after a year he was bored. He didn't have anybody to talk to, anybody else to stimulate him, and he didn't have to touch. So I think that goes to the thing of you have to have that human's crave human touch. Yeah. Like whether
0: if you would woken up a dude, maybe I don't think could story could have totally turned a different way. And this is so interesting to me too, because I think 2007, this script was blacklisted, which is the, some of the most popular scripts in Hollywood that are unproduced. So it's the, it's, it's the blacklist is what they call it. Um, unproduced screenplays, uh, most liked unproduced screenplays. And if this was, blacklist 2007 and it's it's one of the most unlike or you know unproduced screenplays people know that these questions are here executives like this producers like this this question this and these moral dilemmas so where do you think it went wrong where do you think backfired because i think jennifer lawrence and chris pratt did a commendable job
1: I think the reason that it got so low on Rotten Tomatoes and it's not getting very good um, appeal to people is not because of that moral dilemma. I think if they'd gone with that and stuck with that and and had that play out more or have, like you said, more of a thriller kind of suspenseful uh, feel to it, it would have succeeded there. I think where this fell flat is, right, it it just so happens like time-wise, I mean, he gets to spend a year by himself. Then they get to spend almost a full year together, um, and then all of a sudden, another person wakes up on the ship, and then that person, something went wrong with his yeah, I think that, it gets He's, a clunky
0: there. You're it right. gets clunky. Well,
1: but then it's like super quick. Uh-huh. Like, that third act goes, bam, bam, bam. Uh-huh. Like, you have his, the first act, and what do I do? Yeah. How do I deal with this? Seconds, the second, it's almost like act, a little bit of a thriller. It's like, it's, oh, no, it, it, that's the romance part, uh-huh. that... Uh, friendship, that getting to know you, that I'm going to be okay and we're going to live together while she's still trying to figure out, well, is there anything we can do and all this kind of stuff. Um And then the captain or one of the crewmen, it's not the captain who is... Yeah, yeah, Someone one of the crewmen. The ship, yeah. He actually has access to all the different things. He ends up, his hibernation pod malfunctions. He ends up... Um, Contracting some kind of sickness because of his effed up hibernation pod. So then he, within like two or three days, I'm guessing, yeah. like it just seemed very quick, he's going to die. I don't know if that's But then gonna, they yeah. figure out there's something wrong with the ship and we can go and figure it out and solve it. And
0: he was a device didn't to, like to that. push the story further. And but, I, I think there's better ways to do it. But they cut it so yeah.
1: quickly and they, they could have. Okay, he lived with them for a while and then they tried to figure out things. I don't know. Yeah. They could have. That's well, yeah. where, for me, I think so. it took this big downturn and then it became action really quick. Oh, oh, look look at the huge whirling fire, cinder block. Yeah. It's going to
0: explode. Yeah, We're all going to die. You have all of this meat that you're chewing on, and then it just becomes a. Action, sci-fi. Yeah, a little bit of action. Let's fix this ship. We got to figure out, and then let's wrap it up with a nice little bow and call it a a rom-com in space. You know, and then you're like, oh, there's so much more we could have done here, but we didn't. I think
1: that's where it fell flat is that it didn't really go into. It started to go into the moral dilemma of it, Uh but then they mended their relationship because there's a third character and they're in peril.
0: Yeah, and I do want to. I do want to touch on that more here at the end because I do. I gave myself over to it as a rom com. And I do think they're still, even keeping it as a rom com, I think they're not a rom com, a, a romance movie in space. But I do think there's a better third act. We can still have this love story that they didn't fully, um, you know, uh, latch on to. Um, but I do want to get into this rape culture. Um, let me read an article from, uh, oh, what's her name? Let's see if I can find it here in my notes.
1: I'm trying to think why that 2007, this was blacklisted. So I'm like looking at current events and I'm trying to think of different things of why they would, you know, say, no, this movie shouldn't be made. It's got too much moral dilemma. It's got too many bad things.
0: Well, let me get into this rape culture article. Well, get
1: current events don't have anything up. Like, there's nothing bad going on that I can see. Well, this is an
0: article written by Courtney Inlow, and I'm not going to read all of it. It's it's a a very large write-up, and Brian Still actually sent this over to us. Um, It was a good read, but I don't know if I agree with it. Um, It's titled, Rape Culture, Most Would Do What Chris Pratt's Character Did. All right? Are you with me?
1: I'm with you. The Rape
0: Culture article is very interesting and states, it, it starts by saying, okay... So if you haven't read up on Passengers yet, you might be under the impression it's a sweet little space Titanic love story. Kind of like if Titanic was the story of Jack yanking Rose out of a lifeboat by by her hair against her will and then cuddling up with her to listen to the nice band play on as they drowned and freeze. You know, do you believe that this Passengers is a love letter to rape culture? Do you think that was the intention of the director at all?
1: So... What are they saying? Well, exactly Jennifer is rape
0: even... culture uh,
1: with her. So, I mean, it goes back to my question. See, Would pretty have been girl. different if he had woken up a man. Mm-hmm. Would we have a different story? Is it it's still the moral dilemma? Is wrong. I uh-huh. think people are getting caught up in this heterosexual male female you know roles um, romance thing. What he did was wrong, point blank. If he'd woke up Lawrence Fishburne, if he'd woken up anybody else on the ship, regardless of their gender, and his and they know, probably would end up
0: having sex with each other. Lawrence Fishburne, and who knows? Chris like Pratt.
1: honestly, that's what I'm saying. You never know. No. You're in space. When you're in, sp- it's 90 years till they get to Homestead. When too. you're in space,
0: no one can hear you scream.
1: Nobody can saying. hear a thing, and <laughs> things float in weird
0: ways when gravity's. Well, not do you think working. there's some stock? Okay, do you think there's some Stockholm syndrome in this? I was doing some studying on do, some do you Stockholm think syndrome.
1: That she loves her captor. Exactly. So
0: he woke he woke her up, right? He does lie to her. You know, he's not being abusive or anything, but there's maybe some psychological. I mean, that's a that's a psychological mindfuck. Waking someone up, you know, um, sleeping with them, having a romantic encounter for one year, and then letting the cat out of the bag. Yes, I'm the one who sabotaged you. You're not going to go on your your journey like you wanted to because she chose to be in a hibernation pod. Right. I love and real quick. I like her story arc where um, she's an author and her goal is to you know. Uh, leave all of her friends, all Have of her families, Nobody you know, and bad. she's going to journey 120 years. So all of her friends will be dead on Earth. Right? Go to go to Homestead Two, is I, I think is what's called Homestead Two. Called. 2. Homestead Live, there for 2. A year. Live there for a year. Go back in a hibernation pod. Go Another back to Earth. years. Be in the be in the future past. Okay, 240
1: and then, years into the future. Yeah, and write a story. And write about a her story. Experience.
0: And he wakes her up. It steals that from her. Okay, right.
1: that's is that He steals that knowledge that. He steals that from everyone. Is that a Not version of her. Stockholm,
0: though? Maybe at the end here where she's like, well, shit, I do love you. <laughs> you but know? I, I mean, She, a, loved she him because got beat up captor. psychologically. I
1: think, I think she loved him because she had no other options.
0: Yeah. So but is there Stockholm something? Stockholm
1: syndrome, you have other options because Stockholm is like, well, I don't want to say you have other options if you don't get away. Um, <laughs> but for the most people who get away from their captors and things who are kidnapped or, you know, that kind of stuff... They they idolized their captors. I, she didn't idolize them. She hated him. Yeah, she hated him. But then she realized when he was about to die that she didn't want that to happen. And she didn't want to be on the ship without him. And
0: he apologizes up the... I mean, he, and then he does go. as much as he can. So,
1: so let's go. No, I don't think it was Stockholm Syndrome because... More spoiler, Uh that because of Lawrence Fishburne, he has access to different areas they don't because of his bracelet and his passcode. Uh And they can go and override different systems and use the medical bay bed to go and put her in hibernation. She chooses not to, not because, no. I think she just realizes, uh, and you kind of briefly see this when she's re-watching videos of her friends wishing her well, from Earth, when she goes on her journey, uh, that she, um, that all they she was never happy. She was never happy on Earth. She was always looking for something. I think she realizes maybe this is what I'm supposed to be. Ha- and and she, she feels happy. She feels. And we'll good. talk about.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um, as, when we get. Uh, so I don't past, think it's Stockholm. No, yeah. I think there's some. Yeah, you bring up some really good points. I think they both really fulfill their their life journey. You know, um, through each other. But um, there's a interview with the director. The interview, they asked the director, or they told the director, the decision to wake her up, that was selfish. And he came back, and he said, oh, completely. It's completely selfish. It's because he was drowning. That's what we do. It's a desperate need that uh, you, you do it at a desperate hour. And I think it's interesting that characters do that. They make dark choices well
1: and that's what Lawrence Fishburne's character says when she's like you know what he you saw the pods because he investigates the pods and realizes you know and he comes to the conclusion that Chris Pratt's pod was bad his pod was bad but then hers was tampered with yeah. and she's like you know you saw that's murder yeah he's like a drowning man grabs it whatever he can to survive and takes it down with him he doesn't want to drown alone yeah
0: and I think uh, Lawrence Fishburne had, probably had one of the best line reads in the, of the entire movie where um, after he says, does Aurora know that you woke her up? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, how long? How long were you guys together? Like a year? He goes, oh, but damn. <laughs> he just right? walked, but damn, dude. Shit. I, he's like, it, so it, you were lonely? You were here for a year? You woke her up? Fuck, I get it, dude. See, and that's but another damn. thing but I have damn. an issue
1: with, too. Is the time frame. Mm -hmm. Because regardless of... I mean, I can't say this because I've never been trapped in space and had space delirium or anything. But I would assume if I was trapped in the desert or, you know, on an island and then I could wait to wish someone there with me, how long would you wait before you wish that person dead?
0: Yeah.
1: And so I don't... Do you think it's too shallow? If you had waited two and a half years, they all would have been dead.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you you think that calling this rape culture is just shallow or just people trying to get a click?
1: I think it's people just trying to grasp a different thing. I don't understand where they're coming with with rape culture. I mean... Is this, like click, is this clickbait
0: where they're like, now this is rape culture at its, at its peak, you know? Because I, I think it's important that our characters be allowed to make dark choices. I think it's very complicated and I think just calling it rape culture or pointing that out is very... Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's a mature call. I think there's there's definitely aspects. Of, there's, there's definitely a conversation here. But let our characters make dark decisions. I
1: think when it comes down to it, and the reason characters make dark decisions, is because at our core, we are primal. We We're are human. No, we're animalistic. Yeah. At our core, we are cavemen. Well, we are cave women. We are primal, and we do what we need to survive. He knows to survive deep down. He needs something more than just himself. He happens to be heterosexual, so he wants the other part of him in a female. It's not... It's a dark decision yeah. because that... You know, it was dark in the caveman years. They didn't have fire for a really well, long hell, time. Well, let's, let's
0: go back further, man. This is a, one of those age-old stories where it's like you can partake of everything you want on the ship. The ship is entirely yours. Do what you want. Live out your life. You know, there's there's uh, basketball. There's movie theater. There's getting drunk in the lounge. You can have the penthouse. You know, you can do anything you want, but just don't touch the apple.
1: See, and that's a couple other things I didn't like about it. You pointed out a good point, that he could break into the suites. Mm-hmm. He could go, and we had talked about he could go eat at the restaurant that serves him sushi and all this stuff. Because he didn't have what they called the gold card. He yeah. wasn't a premium passenger. Gold member. Yeah, he was just a, you know, low budget He had the white card Engineer. To <laughs> yeah, he didn't have the black card. He didn't get the free tan in and He had to pay. We yeah, didn't
0: get the massage bed uh, or them. Yeah, none of
1: that stuff. So he... Would it have been different, though, if he could? Uh-huh. If he had had that gold? Because then sh- when um, Aurora wakes up, she's got a gold membership and she gets eggs and omelets and bacon and biscuits and all these... And he's eating gruel. Yeah. He's eating, like, protein bar, gruel,
0: slop, you know, yeah. like, he, he's Oliver. Eat, he's eating rice mix, but not the rice mix. He's not eating rice crispy. He's eating, like, rice mix Walmart version. Comes oh. in the fucking five-pound bag. Oh, shit.
1: yeah, no. He's eating the government cheese. Yeah. And uh, he's not eating anything. Good. So would it he would it had lasted longer if he'd had higher amenities? And why did he get certain amenities like the sushi bar and all he could eat sushi yeah, he was and things eating all like could that. it sushi bar. But then he didn't get, get a it. a gold breakfast. At kind like, of he didn't get eggs. But he could have all the raw fish exactly. he wanted. And yeah. where is these raw fish coming from on a space station? That's yeah. another what the heck.
0: Yeah, well they they have a uh, when they get to Homestead too, you know like they have that whole thing in the back of the ship where they can um, take Earth's Right, they have all the stuff era. to, and park, and you know, to there's, farm and to, there's, to create a there's new 5, culture and things like that. 5,000 so, know, passengers. We didn't even get a CD. Like, I'm, I'm happy that they showed us the ship. When you really think about it and put it in perspective, this is 5,000 people, so the ship's probably a lot larger, yeah. obviously, than, than what we do see. Oh, definitely. But I think we obviously get to see some pretty cool stuff. But I wanted to continue with the, that director where um, the, the interview continued. And he said, also, you choose to end in a romantic way. So it seems that... That you've forgiven him as a character, you've forgiven all of his selfish acts, and the director stated, you know, he goes, "I have, I have forgiven him as a character because I also understand him in that moment, that moment driven so far. I think that that solitude and the isolation, how it would impact you as an individual, and how you're willing to do questionable things when you're driven far enough. I think that's actually honest. I think he did a very honest thing, and I think a lot of people would have done it if they had the opportunity to Mel." female, it's just companionship. It's it's what do you do when you're drowning, you know? And I think this rape culture stuff is is completely absurd.
1: Well, it just goes to, the only thing rape culture is, it has to deal with sex. So if, would they be saying it's rape culture if he had woken up a man yeah. and, and was not sexually interested in, and he's... Yes, he is interested, but he doesn't pursue her. He gets to know her in person or gives her the time to then and then he presents it to her. It's like you said, he's not stalkerish. He's not going after her and coercing her or effing with her or dropping roofies in her drink at the bar or yeah. anything like that to and and yes, I know there's Tons they, of different kinds of, of rape. Yeah. There's tons There's of different kinds rape. of assault. There is. and But he doesn't screw with her. He just gets to know her and wants to spend time with her he's because Chris he's Pratt. lonely. He's
0: a hell of a guy.
1: Well, Chris Pratt, he's, he's not gentleman. Chris Pratt. He's Jim. He's Jim the engineer. He's
0: Jim Chris Pratt.
1: He's the mechanic.
0: And he's a gentleman. <laughs> so. Is there anything else you want to explore with this rape culture?
1: I, I think that people are bringing it up just because of... They want to get in the headlines. They want to have something. It's, it's to quick talk bait. about. I, I really do. Believe I do. That. I agree.
0: Um, I think characters driven to the brink and making dark decisions. I think that's good filmmaking. And I hate seeing this guy bringing interesting ideas like this to the table and then just being crucified for. It. I think this movie. But I don't was, think
1: that's why he's getting crucified for it. And if that's the real reason, that well, I, I think it's that. And 36%, I, I do think there's some issues. I do. I, I think it's the issues within the movie. Uh, um, I think it's the, hey, let's jump to the third half. Now it's an action film. Yeah. You know, I think it's that.
0: Well, even Brandon um, Saltzman, um, I was talking to him and he was talking about, uh, I was asking about the, you know, do you think he was kind of creepy? He's like, fuck yeah, he was creepy. So you think a lot of people are thinking Chris Pratt's just fucking creepy in this movie? I didn't think he was creepy at all in the movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. know
1: where people are getting that. Um I mean, I think he looked a little demented and he was like kind of crazy before he woke her up when he was going to commit suicide and, uh, you know, try to kill himself and stuff. But that's expected when you're deserted all alone and have nothing. I mean, it just goes back to human nature. We need other people and we need touch to survive and yeah, be complete. I,
0: I completely agree. Let's talk about the third act. Okay. I think there's yep. a better way. So let's, this is a, it's a romance movie. That's what it is at the end here, okay? so let's, It's a survival movie. It is, but, I mean, it's. I mean, at the very end... What do you need to survive? But at the very end, we get that they stay together. Because he,
1: that's what they needed. He
0: pulls out a ring, and he was like... And I,
1: well, I, he tried to pull out the ring before she ever found out, yeah, but yeah. then the damn android blew the picture and yeah. then blew the engagement. But I do
0: think when, when he showed her the ring... I thought for sure because there's a, there's a scene where he finds out that the um the, the with med, the
1: bracelet of the med the medical pod yeah.
0: there uh, the medical pod there's a uh, there's a pod there and he's like I figured out how to you program it. it I can overwrite it to put you back into hibernation and I'm sorry for what I've done you know we fixed the ship together this this the huge action scene we're talking about right. we fixed the, sh- the the ship there's only room for one person you're going back to sleep well
1: they don't even go into that. So they don't even discuss that there's only room for one. Why can't they sleep in it together on top of each other. or like well, next to each other? Well, it's the same Titanic other. thing, right? Yeah. There's two.
0: There's room for two on the raft.
1: Exactly. There was room <laughs> for two on that damn wardrobe
0: door, <laughs> yeah. and
1: Rose was just so. You know, they could have worked it out.
0: Yeah. You probably now. I don't know the technical um, attributes of the pod. Maybe. But that, they don't maybe go they, into they, it. I know. They
1: could have explained that.
0: Yeah. But but so the thing that is. That was a problem. The thing is though that he's like, I'm gonna give you your life back. I'm sorry. Go go on your journey, you know? Thank you pur- for the time
1: you've given me. Yeah. I want you to live the full life and because he does love her character. Yeah. And, care and about then her.
0: I thought it was real choppy there though, because then he shows them shows her the ring. And then I'm like, okay, well, this is cool. This is sweet. They're gonna get married, but she's gonna go off and she's gonna go in her hibernation pod. And then we'll see at the end of the movie when everybody wakes up what happens, you know? But that that wasn't it. She decided. Spoiler,
1: spoiler, spoiler.
0: She decided to stay awake with him that whole time. Right. You can't tell me once. There's not like six months later. Like, fuck you, man. Put me back in the hibernation pod.
1: I mean, at any time during that journey, you don't even know how long they, they lived.
0: They lived, yeah. Could you be just, 20 years, 30 years, You know, they wake years. up
1: and you that, that brief 15 seconds when Andy Garcia wakes up and he sees the ship and he uh, has... Grown a forest and wow. planted a farm and grown uh, built her a house on the de- main deck and done it looks this.
0: very Swiss family Robinson. Yes. So like yeah, there's a there's a beautiful um, it's it's a long deck. I mean it's it's the what would you call that the, the observation
1: it, deck. It's, it, it's the, the
0: center of the ship. Yeah. It's where everybody you know meet and greet and figure out where they're going. But it's the shopping mall center. Yeah, and you can tell like you know when when everybody wakes up and they've reached their their, their journey. Um, That's when we see Andy Garcia for five seconds. What was
1: it like? Uh, Because they were going to wake up four months prior to it, or four weeks. And I like that.
0: I like that idea to kind of... But
1: the crew wakes up a month prior to that to get everything going on the ship and stuff. And then... Everybody else wakes yeah, up. Yeah, and they wake up and so they the see that Swiss up. Family
0: Robinson, where yeah. they said at some point, "Fuck this, we're building a treehouse. We're not we're gonna, gonna live. We're not gonna live in the pods. We're gonna, we're gonna live. It looks like right in the middle of the ship. Build a shack. Swiss Family Robinson. I love that. I think that's awesome. But let me offer this. I think the story would have been better. Okay, you you do find out later that she says, "Hey, all she needs to write to be an author is a view of the Chrysler Building." And a good, cup a good cup of coffee, you know. And she, he builds her a small Chrysler building, like a miniature, building, one, like a miniature some, one, to yeah. give her some inspiration to write. And I was like, "How cool would it have been if she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go back into the hibernation pod." You said that. I no, said I said that. this too. Well, whoever said it, if it was I you or me, I that. I completely agree with yeah. it. I think that if if she would have woke, if everybody wakes up, okay. Mm-hmm. And she decided to go back to sleep for the 90 years.
1: Right.
0: He didn't wake anybody else up. That would have fixed his character a little bit, I think. I don't think people would have had... There'd still be some problems with, obviously, his his sins, okay? But I think that it would have been better for him if he would have just been like, you know what, you're going back to sleep. I'm going to live out my life. He gets the Swiss family Robinson look going on. He's kind of done his thing, and then she wakes up 90 years later, okay, with her crew, Andy Garcia, you know, everyone else. And they walk out, and they see exactly what we saw at the end of the movie. But she sees, like, a a larger version of the Chrysler building that he spent the last 30, 40 years fucking building for her. That would have been awesome. I think that would have been an ending, a great ending to this this romantic movie.
1: See, I think even cooler, she stays awake for a while maybe they have a kid they put the kid yeah. in the hibernation pod and then the kid wakes yeah. up with the crew and shows everybody everything and he's i mean casino man it could i mean like <laughs> but he he grew up in a space station his whole life and you know because they don't go into anything like that and that could have very well happened yeah they're young you assume Fertile people who, you know, if they uh, lived on Earth, they could have had children and things like that. Well, you so know, they're they're there and they're having they're having sex in space. Do you not get pregnant in yeah. space? Well, okay, let me ask
0: you though. You you not you like love stories. How I would, do. How would you have felt at the end of this movie then if she wakes up and she, the first you know everyone's trying to like, oh man, I can't wait to get to homestead, but her first thought is Jim. You know, because she's been asleep for 90 years and she goes out and she sees that. Wouldn't that have been a great ending?
1: I think that would have been a good ending. I think that would have um, quelched some of those people who thought about rape. And it, it begs me to think, would they have stopped at calling it rape culture movie no. and all this if do you like she the- had chosen to go in the hibernation pod? And it didn't have that happy ever after ending at the end where they used each other to live and survive.
0: So do you like the ending that we... I that we got do um, so everyone else wakes up and they see
1: yeah i mean i like their that life spent they they spent their lives together they were happy they did whatever the hell they wanted but they did it together and it was complete
0: yeah i mean you know i've been sitting on this for the last week or so and i've been really thinking about it. they've really kind of fulfilled each other's dreams or they fulfilled their own dreams what did he want to do why did she ask him later on okay why do you want to go to Homestead? And he gives the, 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 the jargon, you know, that you know Homestead would give to get you to go to, to right. that planet. And That's what
1: she says. That sounds like a slogan. Yeah, it sounds like a
0: slogan. But his big thing was, you know what, I want a fresh start. I want to build things. I want to fix things. He's
1: kind of obsolete on Earth because people just replace it. They don't fix it. It's like a new car. Do you go and fix a car or do most people just go out and get a new car? Most people just go and throw away a car and get a new one.
0: So Jim's character, he wanted to fix things and he wanted to build a house. You look at the end and Andy Garcia and his crew, they walk out and they they see how the ship has aged 90 years. He's become that. Yeah. You know, he was able to fix the ship. All right. And he's built an entire he built an entire Swiss family Robinson set, you know, right. or tell him what he's been doing? I mean, he, around they with. They did farming. Trees and farming. Did, and there's yeah, All, kinds all of the stuff. different he stuff. He was able to do what he wanted to do without even going to homestead. Right. Look at her character. Her character. She char- got her story. She has the best story. <laughs>
1: she, she lived for, uh, they don't even say how many years, I guess 90. Well, they don't say how many, um, how many years, but they wake up, you know, the crew wakes up when it's supposed to, um, 120, they had that the auto bay, months. or they had that
0: medical bay that could fix, you know, probably minor problems, kind of like Elysium, the tanning right. bay that heals you. <laughs> right. You know, right? They might have, they might still be alive on that ship. So it's old, right? An old couple, but they might still be on the ship somewhere. You know, it's ninety years old, but man, we don't know what the life expectancy is. See, I is. would have
1: even liked that, uh-huh. that like they lived to a ripe old age together, and then when one of them passed, the other one went into hibernation so they could share their story and
0: continue life. Um, but you even have to admit that she has an awesome story. This is the yeah, she, this she story got her story. Here is better, don't you Nobody's agree? Nobody's ever going to, hopefully. Well, I mean, <laughs> have the same if story. If she went to, to Homestead, all, all that would have been was a journalist, you know, just making a report on that colony, documentary, doc, of, yeah, you know,
1: habitation. Documenting that yeah. and then
0: coming back. Telling them what happened. And she would have been in hibernation. The how
1: only good, part that would have been the story is when she was in the How market. good is
0: that fucking book? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Historians are gonna read that. And that's pretty much it. But you have a you have All a bestseller here. A guy wakes me up, you know? I I loved him for a year, okay? And then I find out he screwed me over, he woke me up, and then the ship the the, the captain or one of the, the top member, the crew members yeah. woke up. Um we had uh, the ship was going to go down. We joined together and we saved 5,000 lives. Okay. We, we, we pretty much colonized, you know, um, Homestead too. you might as well say.
1: See, and that's just it. Okay. So, all these people going around saying that this is a rape culture movie, it's a survival movie. And I'm going to stick to that because if he had not woken her up, Lawrence Fishburne character, okay, say his pod malfunctions just like it did. Um, like, almost two years after uh, Chris Pratt's character, Jim, woke up. Um, He's so sick because of his malfunctioning pod that he dies before the main issues happen with the ship. Without Aurora, Chris Pratt's dead too. So is all the 5,000 passengers. So are all the crew members and everything. Because that's not including all the crew members. The passengers are just the 5,000. So he saved those people. That's Aurora's story. So... F those people who say it's a rape culture, well, but movie. you gotta, you
0: also gotta think it's a though. survival, I mean, it's a hero story. You do have to think, though, with with that rape culture thing, his he did not know about the ship failing, so his intent was still to no, study her what, pretty girl, wake her up, you know. So, I mean, that was before his the His intent the issues. was to
1: have companionship, and he thought she was the best suited, yeah. so yes, he was choosing, he was doing a mail order bride, and he chose his mail yeah. order bride, and thankfully, it worked out that she did like him. And he was a nice guy and not some psycho.
0: Yeah. And she has the best fucking book of all time. Yeah. How she saved 5,000 people and she ended up loving and then, her captor.
1: Well, and then how <laughs> how to live in uh-huh. space yeah. for X amount of years. Nobody else has that story. Nobody else can say what... I'm, from the human... They, they have all the ship's logs of all the malfunctions and different things that they would have run into. But nobody can tell you the human point of view of what it's like to live in space, the views, the experiences, you know, all those things. So, yeah, yeah, her story is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Well, I do want to talk about the production design real quick. Um, I I fell in love with the the design of the ship. I thought I, I like the look of the ship. I like the look of the pub. I like the look of... Um, like the, the, the
1: outside of the ship? Or you no, think, uh, oh. you
0: know the outside. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, I was reading some production design notes of how um, the designer really wanted this to make it make it look like a futuristic um, cruise liner, you know? And I thought he did an admiral job at that. Um, okay, so
1: when I looked at it, I thought it looked like... Exterior. A ju- the exterior uh-huh. side of it looked like one of those light-up things that the kids get... That has, you can put a lollipop or a, fin, and they, they light up and twirl around on the stick. And it's like you can get uh, like toys, like you would get at a Disney store or something. Like, um, squid, and ooh, it just swirls yeah. around. It's all lighted up and it's weird. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, the exterior. kind of kinda weird, kind of squid like light up toy. Yeah,
0: the exterior was, uh, was, I wasn't as in love with the exterior design. I could, I could, you know, probably find some you know things to bitch about. It wasn't as pleasing to the eye, but the interior. Yeah. Um. I like how the the uh the director he did not want to go a lot of green screen, use a lot of stainless steel, a lot of rich colors, especially in the pub. That that homage to yeah. the Shining. Yeah. So um, even that you know where they were jogging.
1: Yeah.
0: On the concourse there yeah. or whatever, like that was I guess miles. Okay. Um. On at uh, at Pinewood Studios. Um. Uh, they actually had to 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 tear into one of the lots or one of the warehouses, you know, at Pinewood, and go into another building just to build this interior of the ship so, you know, they could play around, they could get good camera angles. And I think that really shows. Like, I am I think the interior of this ship looks really good.
1: I do. I agree. I think it does – it adds to the film. You know, it, they did do a really good job with set design and setting up the feeling of um, – being in space and what it might feel like, and you know all the different Trekkie fans and people like that, they can they can have some respect for the what the design that they went into yeah. with this.
0: And so let's just finish up this review. What are some things that we didn't get to talk about? Uh, what are some things that you liked? What are some things that you didn't like?
1: Um, things I, their costume wise, it was kind of bleh. they didn't like give you any. See, kind I thought of,
0: that I thought it looked real enough. I thought it I, I, I thought like, it looked
1: real, know. but I just thought. I mean, I'm in space and I'm going It looks like what Apple It looks like if,
0: if Apple was was going to be working on this ship, okay? Or if they were going to be, you know, doing some uniforms or something like that. It looked like Apple helped fund the ship, the interior of the ship. Did you ever did you get that it's, feeling at all? It's very
1: angular. Clean. Yeah, very modern very and very like angled clothing and just like her bathing suits, fishnet and then bands. It fifth element. Uh-huh. Bands over the nipples and you know the pelvic area, and then the rest of it you can see they're so sexy, but it's not. Uh-huh. And So
0: it was like, I mean, I, I like how everything was just clean, streamlined. It, it seemed sci fi yeah. for a 2017 film, 2016 film, yeah. you know. Um, did you like the, the zero G pool scene? Oh, that I thought that was cool, very clever. I
1: have a I thought it was, I liked it, but. I had problems with she was dead for a really long time. Yeah,
0: I I agree. I completely agree I mean, that that would
1: be something I didn't like. You
0: don't come back from that, right? Uh, Yeah. She she passed out. Underwater, underwater, trapped in a a, a
1: gravity bubble of water. And then all of a sudden, someone, you know, the gravity comes back on. He goes and finds her. Those are in the medical bay and yeah. she's able to be resuscitated. I agree
0: with you 100%. I like the effect, I like the yeah. design, but the reality of the situation yes. Fucking dead. That's what I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, talk about streamlining and clothes. I really like the, the ship's uh, kiosks, um, like how he goes up. He's like, I need a personal trainer. I need to talk to the captain. And just how everything is kind of the, the interface of everything mm-hmm. and how you have the, the, the emojis. Exactly. You have the wearables, the you know, where you're yeah. like, boop, boop, you know, and then you, that's how you pay for things. It just seemed very, very current. You know, like I feel like that's exactly what it would look like to go on a voyage in, in, in this time. Right. You know, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, we've we've talked about the interior lounge, uh, wink and nod to Shining. I thought that was really cool, but it does trick you because that's kind of the movie that I wanted to go. I, you know, I wanted to kind of have that that horror aspect. Of, you know, but whatever. The soundtrack, I thought it was good, not great, it, not memorable, not memorable. I thought it it it, it, put, the it fit the movie and put you into the scenes, right. but.
1: Exactly. Nothing that I'd be like, oh my gosh, who did the soundtrack? I have to go and
0: figure it out and buy it because it's amazing. No. And uh, last thing I want to hit on for things that I kind of liked about the movie or really, really enjoyed was uh, the bungee scene where, you know, uh, before he wakes um, Aurora up and then afterwards, like I think that was a very nice date moment where you, you know, you're like, hey, you oh, know,
1: before when he goes out on his own and yeah. he's hooked up to the ship and then he kind of floats in space. Yeah, it's just a bungee
0: that hooks to your astronaut yeah. suit and you're able just to just to kind of float Have
1: the real space experience.
0: Yeah, it's just like a yeah, just yeah, that's awesome. Just dangling in front of the stars. You know, I thought that was that was really cool. And then for a date night when you're like, okay, we've done basketball, we've taken you to sushi. You know, we've we hung out with the android. Yeah, we've done dance. But I was like, let me show you this shit. That's fucking cool. And she appreciates right. that moment, right. too. Right. I thought that was really cool. Uh, was there anything else that you liked? Any any other pros that you want to bring up before we move into cons?
1: Um, I'm not... No. I'm, I'm pretty much said... I mean, I think... Oh, I guess we didn't talk about this. Um, Jay law Chris Pratt, I think they do a great job in the acting department. Yeah, they're I think fine. their chemistry together is good. You can read it on um, camera very well. Um, you can tell that they have some kind of chemistry and friendship. Uh, I, I think.
0: Hell, watch that. Uh, Michael, the Michael
1: Sheen and even Lawrence Fishburne for the brief moment that he did. I didn't think. I mean, I knew it was Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he wasn't a wrecking missed, ball. Yeah, yeah.
0: Usually, like you he, know how that pisses me off too. Yeah, he like was. When you drop Paul Giamatti. That's what I was just
1: gonna say. When you drop
0: Paul, like you're watching uh, Straight, Straight Outta out Compton, Compton and you're, Paul Giamatti. It's, it's not even Straight Outta Compton's not even a movie. It's like someone put you in a time machine and you're watching these performances and it's so amazing. and Then. Paul Giamatti, like, oh, fuck, I'm watching a movie. You know, I mean... I I mean, it wasn't
1: so realistic, like The Martian, where I heard people when I left the theater being like, I didn't know we've been to Mars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people, we haven't been to Mars. <laughs> but um, I, I, they they had believable, and it was a good film, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, the acting and the way they put it together. Yeah,
0: well. I, I thought they were completely fine. And then um, you brought it up earlier, which was a huge problem with me was that per- how do you how do you purchase on a ship? How can you not get a gold breakfast, but you can you know have an open bar in the lounge with with uh, with Michael Sheen? Yeah. You know how, how does that work? You so get
1: whiskey on the rocks and anything you and want, sushi. You can break in. To the suite instead of your little bay Uh, pod, but you can't break into other
0: areas. Last time you and I had sushi, we dropped what 50 bucks? Something. He he can't have all you you eat sushi, but he can't get a bowl of, of, he can't get a fucking omelet in space. In space. So that was kind of weird. And the med bay pod, right? Where he's like, hey, I figured out how to reprogram this. I'm not sure, I'm convinced that that's the only. Like, pod? Well, they had looked. Or bay that could do that? So they had
1: looked at multiple things. There's only the one med- bay, and because that's one of the things. She's like, there's got to be other hibernation chambers. There's got to be other pods. Um, but all he did was tamper with hers. So if he could figure out how to do that with her, his bracelet to the medical bay, why couldn't he do it to her pod? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on! Uh, no. He programmed it to open he couldn't program it to
0: close
1: yeah, yeah. with the bracelet and the override code from Lawrence Fishburne.
0: Yeah, I agree. What the heck? Yeah, I do. I do have to uh, end on this. I didn't have any other really big problems. We addressed some of them earlier, but there was a scene when he grows out his beard and he goes. That is like close to the point where he's going to commit suicide. He's going to break. And he was going to break. And he goes out to that for that uh, that that bungee trip. And he comes in with the the astronaut suit on.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck. He looks just like kurt russell from the thing did you see that
1: <laughs> i did not i don't know if that's a con or a pro i think it's a
0: pro dude if you look like kurt russell that's a fucking pro he looked like chris pratt no Just with that being, dirty chris pratt oh my god i'm like dude wow it, it, it was like man that's kurt russell that's kurt russell so I,
1: I guess the one thing and i this will go with the whole rape culture thing go
0: back oh to my it. god oh, i know i'm
1: sorry but now the, I, the more i think about it she was so I get it. She was sleeping beauty. She was Aurora a and she needed her. a prince to wake her up and rescue her and save her from her boring New York life of sto- Okay, I get it. That kind of sucks the more I
0: think about it. Yeah. But
1: I liked where the movie went. I think it's worth a see. It's a fucking Judge it's it for a horrible yourself. thing to do,
0: but it's it's a deci- it's a it's a fun question. It's a fun question to to battle with.
1: I can't Sit here and say, I would not wake anyone up. Okay,
0: let me. Okay, I brought up a horrible analogy earlier with you seeing me. What if you saw Chris Pratt or, or Brad Pitt? Ryan Gosling no, from La La Land no, laying don't, in his don't
1: pod. Even, don't even say hair another... Would you
0: going wake over up your kid? Eye? Yeah.
1: Would you wake up your kid? You're going to be in space. You don't want to. You wanna see them grow. You okay. wanna we're talking, life with them. We're talking
0: rape culture, okay. No,
1: I'm talking about companionship. I'm talking about the need to survive and have someone there and and spend time with someone and grow old with someone. That's
0: not my question. That Ryan, is your question. Ryan, I don't need a freaking on. guy. Ryan Gosling, skinny tie, strand of hair over his his one eye. Okay, are we talking? White, are we talking? White white Beyond shoes. the
1: Pines? Ryan Gosling? No, La La Land. We're talking Drive. We're talking La La Land. We're talking La La Land. We're talking Ryan Notebook. Gosling.
0: Yeah, Ryan Gosling just sitting there with a skinny tie on. Are we taking Ryan Reynolds?
1: Can I have any Ryan that I
0: want? Yeah, Ryan Smith. <sighs>
1: I'm gonna pass on the Smith. <laughs>
0: Bagel. All you see is a I'm beard in the hibernation the pod.
1: I'll leave that for Jay. They make him
0: shave, wouldn't they, um, in the hibernation pod? I
1: I don't know. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne wasn't shaved. Oh, good call. Yeah. Um, I think they have the science shit Figured out if they're going to put them in hibernation for 120 years. Yeah,
0: and I and by the way, I like I brought up briefly, but you know the clusters. How I think there's like maybe five or ten in a cluster. I like that. I was I was listening to the production designer on that as well, and I think it was a lot of smarts went into this that people aren't giving it credit for. He was like, if one, if 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 one machine went out. It would just be, or one cluster went out, it wouldn't affect the entire five thousand passengers. So there's a lot of thought that went into the design of the ship and how that ship would work. Right. Uh, and I thought I thought that was interesting. So, yeah. and even when he wakes up, I like how when he wakes up and he comes out of the hibernation pod and it has that thing talking to him. That
1: realistic. That thing hologram. Too. He's not doing well. Oh, that's normal. You're going to feel a little. Yeah. Uh, And then I like how it even
0: strolls him out, and it almost becomes like one of those scooters, you know, that takes you around the ship while it's still bringing you back, you know. Small
1: security thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I thought that was really cool. So yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna end with saying that I think there's a better movie here for sure, and it wouldn't be hard to make that better movie. Um, If you want to keep it a romance movie, I say do some things I suggested. I think it would make it better for you know her to wake up and see that wow, you know, I can still live my life or have that. Make the decision, you know, and then maybe see a a tall Chrysler. But I think that would have been fun, you know. Um, Very romantic, you know, and seeing that he lived his life out, you know. Um, And maybe erase a few of his sins. Um, I think that there's a better psychological horror film here. Or a psychological horror film here. I think there's um, a fun fatal attraction movie here with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. I think there's better movies. You can look at
1: everybody's pods and see what their professions were and watch videos on them. Dude, there's a really good thriller, you know. You could have aliens. You could have meteor shower. You know, right. any different number of things. It could have been a really cool. Like you, could, this has really good potential to be a great sci-fi
0: yeah. movie. So is there is there things they could have done differently? Yes. You know, is there a better movie here embedded in this movie? I think so. But hey, I was entertained. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's anywhere you went near. You saw it a
1: second time. Yeah, and I
0: enjoyed it the second time. I, I you know, and uh, I, I give it probably, man. Three point five, maybe. That's what
1: I was thinking. About three point five. Yeah, had some issues, but it was enjoyable. I would definitely recommend um, people go and see it. Check it out for yourselves. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you won't even have any of these other issues with it, and you'll think it's the best thing ever. And it'll be your generation. The best thing since Titanic. Since Twilight.
0: Is this where we tell them that uh, both of them are vampires?
1: I think we leave them that for them to discover. All and right. that Lawrence Fission's a werewolf. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say? Or did we go too far?
1: Uh, I, I think we went far enough. We're right. just on the brink. Let me pull you back in. All your right. bungee cord is extended.
0: Well, April, it's a new year. So 2017. Let's, let's live healthy so we can live longer. So we can... Watch more movies. So we can watch more movies. So um, also... And talk about those movies. I want to remind everybody that we need your help. Uh, we're going into the new year. So we need... Uh, roughly $300. Um, so let us know if you can help. Um, that's to pay for our website, com, for another year. Um, that gives us an official email, too. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Um, and then... Well,
1: and it gives you an archive of all the different videos. If you like these podcasts, if you like these videos, you can go and look at. And, you know, if you're a part of them, you can go and point your friends to, hey, check me out on this, and, you know, see where Adventure in video land came from from the beginning all the way to yeah i think that's journey that that's what i love
0: it for I and mean, it's not true right. it's it's a great archive man just to see the different people that's come and and gone and the different opinions it, it's just so much fun uh the marathons the verses the pantheon it's something that uh, i'm very passionate about so but you know just like everything else that's good you know we have to keep it going and that costs money so right. we would love your help there uh don't forget we're on facebook that's where the conversation begins and ends and we're also on
1: well Reiterate the 300 doesn't just cover the website. I mean, oh covers, yeah, so I'm sorry, you know, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, you know, getting the podcasts out there, yep. putting on different platforms. It also is going to help go towards, um, you know, well, if additional funds come in, big plans this year. We want to do some charitable things. Yep. We want to get out there in the community and really put, you know, the good heart and of Adventure and Video Landers out there and show the people in the community what. Real good
0: movie lovers love to do. Yep. Um, And go to adventuresinvideoland.com. Check out that website we're talking about and leave a message on the wall. Um, Go to the wall tab and tell us what you think of the website. Um, If there's anything we can do better uh, for you guys. We're also on Instagram. There's like 600 photos up there. That's my favorite. Going back and and looking at the photos and, and seeing people dress up in different costumes from Jedi to uh, holding bananas to... Werewolves and... Werewolves and... Invisible Man and, and... Rubber chickens. I mean, goddamn, we've done it all, okay? Um, we're on Twitter. We don't have a huge following there, so if you want to follow us on Twitter... Um, but we're also on Instagram, Tumblr, yeah, Instagram, tum- yeah, Tumblr. I like Tumblr, but Adventures in Video Land, um, Facebook, that's where it's at. You know, we're almost 2,000 strong there. That's um, when so, the
1: majority of the conversation takes place. Yeah.
0: So. And also, uh, Kyle just walked into the studio. What's up, Kyle? Are hey, you, Kyle. Are you sticking around, April, for movie news?
1: You know, I think I'm going to bow out and let you two men have your way with each other.
0: Oh, wow. All right, Kyle. Well, we will be back with movie news right after this awkward soundbite. <laughs> Tell me what, dude. 2016 can suck a bunch of dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, out in everyone's life and mine personally. So.
0: Yeah, Gee, buddy
2: Christmas.
0: I mean, dude, I mean, how many people have passed away this year? Ninety-one. 91, that, like that is gross. horrible. <laughs> I'm in just
2: 365, probably.
0: There's one every
2: day, at least.
0: David Bowie, uh, Prince. Alan Rickman. Oh, Alan Rickman, man. Yeah. I, dude, I got a little choked up. I watched Die Hard. Christmas yeah. was just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a day ago. Christmas was a day ago. Can you believe it's Christmas already?
2: Yeah. Fuck. I can't. But yeah,
0: dude, Alan Rickman. Yeah, I saw him on screen. Hans Gruber. Mm. I'm like, oh, he's not here no more, dude. That sucks. And you know who passed away today? Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, the princess. That sucks so bad, dude. I don't know if uh, you've seen it or not, but a couple days ago, there was a meme. So she had a heart attack a few days ago, massive heart attack, and there was an awesome meme where it had the Grim Reaper coming through, right? Mm -hmm. And the Grim Reaper's like, what room is is Carrie Fisher in? And then the next meme right underneath that had Darth Vader. And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, not fucking today. (laughs) You know, so the Grim Reaper couldn't get past Vader. And that was just a just a day or two ago that I, I saw this meme, yeah. and I was at work today, and my wife sent me a text: "That Carrie Fisher is dead." Dude, my heart skipped a beat. Yeah, I mean, like,
2: I'm I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I, I mean, it didn't like hit me as hard. But I still loved her in other things, you know, Blues Brothers and uh... Harry Met Sally, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, even. But yeah, and like, she was a fantastic writer. Like a lot of people don't like, she was a comedy writer. Yeah, yeah, for a lot of television shows. Um, really fantastic talent. So it was kind of like... well Especially like... Yeah, there was that news of the heart attack and people were like, oh, this is awful. But then there was news that like, oh, she's in stable condition and
0: she's... Yeah, that's better. what... And she was just, in stable condition. I was like, oh, man, close call. 2016. Yeah. But then I got that message today and I was like, what the fuck, man? So I wouldn't, we don't even know what this means for Star Wars. Didn't... They, I think they've already wrapped filming. Yeah. At they, least
2: all of her stuff anyways. Yeah,
0: for episode um, eight. Right. But... You know, without seeing that movie, and they're not going to release any kind of... This isn't until, what, next December. Right. So we have no idea what status her character will be at the end of that film then. But, man, I, I doubt they got rid of her. I mean, she's Luke's um, sister, Kylo's, um, Kylo's mom, mm-hmm. and she's the gen- general of the Resistance. You know, so I doubt they're going to wrap all that up in just episode 8. Right. So I'm kind of curious where they're gonna go with all that. Um, I think we're actually gonna do an episode tomorrow night with Seth and myself, and uh, where that where that's gonna go, where we can see um, her character Princess Leia going. But that just sucks, man. Yeah. And she was such a, she was so full of life, man. There was an mm-hmm. ABC interview. Did you wa- ever watch that? I did. Yes. S- did you watch that today or just when it um, was It
2: was before Rogue One. There was like a just a thing of like interviews by. People from Star Wars, yes, yeah. and stuff like so.
0: And uh, I refreshed myself with that today, and it just uh, put a big smile on my face. You know, she was you know making fun of her weight. Mm-hmm. She was making fun of her age. You know, she had her little dog. You know, there, but she was so full of life, and she's just one of those people that I mean, look at the testimonies today. You had Kevin Smith. You know, you had Harrison Ford, uh, Luke Sky, or Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill, saying he's devastated. You yeah. know, uh, so many people that just reached out. You know, George, and, George Lucas was
2: like, you know, we were both like kids growing up in. I've known her for you know most of my life. Yeah, it's crazy that she's gone. Now. Yeah,
0: that, it sucks, man. Um, a statement from the family spokesperson reads: um, "It is with a very deep sadness that Billy Lord confirms that her beloved mother Carrie Fisher passed away at 8:55 this morning. She was loved by the world, and she will be missed profoundly. Our entire family thanks you for your thoughts and prayers, but it's it that just sucks, man. Yeah. That just sucks so bad. So, Princess Carrie." May the force be with you. That's all I got, man. That's cool. that sucks, dude. But um, um okay. Michael Fassbender says he isn't sure if he'll do another X-Men movie. I, you know, they've done what three, four with him.
2: Uh, what first got, class? Uh, first class, Days of Future's Past. Uh, and then, yeah, and then uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah, so they've done three. I mean, and that's kind of lifespan of most franchises when you get a big name person in yeah there. and
0: did you hear about like that pack that they they made um jennifer lawrence michael fassbender mm-hmm. and um well
2: lawrence has been like not wanting to do them after since after first class like yeah. they have to keep like begging her to come <laughs> back and just throwing more fucking money at her
0: because i missed it too because everyone says that she, they can see that she's so wooden in a, in a apocalypse yeah. All I see is this hot, charismatic chick on screen. <laughs> and she looked like she was having the time of her life to me. I'm sure but, she's
2: having fun, but yeah. You know, at the same time, like she was like starting to get big when those started, but like she hadn't like exploded yet. And then like that, and then Hunger Games, and and then she starts winning Academy Awards, and it's like she's not gonna be around playing this
0: character forever. She wants yeah. to move on. Um, who's the other guy that plays uh, Professor X? That would be James McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. So supposedly, um, check this out yourself. But um, they all made a pact that if uh, one decided not to come back, that none of them would come back. Um, and that might be what's what's going on here. But, I mean, he says that he's he doesn't know exactly. I actually have a uh, quote here from him. He says, um, I don't know, to be honest. I haven't made any sort of decision on it because I have no idea what's happening next with the franchise, to be honest. Um, and we know that um, Apocalypse, you know, that didn't do very well. Um, and then they had the New Mutants coming out, um, I think. 2018 maybe and then we have uh Hugh Jackman's um last uh you know which I'm hearing foray into this. phenomenal thing yeah it's just gangbusters
2: like, they showed the first 40 minutes at a festival and people were like oh my god
0: yeah do you do you like the x-men movies where are um, you at
2: on those I, first class is one of my favorite superhero movies really honestly. Okay. I love first class so type five or your um, favorite no not my favorite probably top ten mm. Um I really like I thought it was pretty inventive and I, for especially for a reboot like was fantastic for a reboot. Um wasn't as much into Days of Future Past as everyone else seemed to be
0: and I didn't even go watch Apocalypse cuz yeah. didn't hear a damn good thing about it. I liked so. first cl- first class enough and then Days of Future Past was um a I think my favorite X-Men movie, yeah. uh, but at the end of the day, man, I just, I do not care about the X-Men movies. I, I don't, I wasn't even a fan back in the day, you know, 2000s, you know, when they, when they brought out the, the first X-Men man, movies.
2: I, yeah, I liked X-Men and X2, I thought were great, X3, not so much, but. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you care if they ever make it, if they, if they ever decide not to make another X-Men movie again? i i really wouldn't care you know the only thing i care about <laughs> is evan peters i don't want to see that guy get fucked who plays yeah Coulthard. yeah he's fantastic yeah i um, liked him in uh in apocalypse that, that
2: was that was actually my favorite part of days of future Past. yeah like you're i'm just like wow this is really good and then you get whatever that atrocity was it's so funny too <laughs> when i
0: remember when i first saw the uh, uh the first image of evan peters uh-huh. okay i was like i don't know if you were in that camp but i was like are you fucking kidding me no, because I watched American Horror Story. Uh, well, like yes, around I, that time. Yeah, so yeah. I was like,
2: man, I know this kid's like a fucking just dynamite actor.
0: But so it was his get it, up so. though. Like did you ever see the porn like <laughs> the the, porn? did you ever see the porn <laughs> No, there was yes. like there was yes, I did. <laughs> there was a um, uh some porn that was out like at that time. I think I don't know if it's an X-Men or what it was, but there was a there was a Quicksilver, okay, or that a version of that. Mm-hmm. And the the porn parody, the costume mm-hmm. looked a hell of a lot better than Evan Peters as Quicksilver. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh my God, what are they doing? <laughs> Has Fox completely lost it? The porn character looks better. And then the movie, though, it's all in context. you yeah. know? And in context, I think he looks perfect now. I, I love mm-hmm. that character. So it would suck if I never got a, another Evan Peters in an X-Men. But at this point here, man, uh, just Apocalypse didn't do it for me. And right. I, I don't know, I got that bad taste in my mouth. So mm-hmm. if they even say they're coming out with you know, a, a, another one with that cast... You're going to really have to do something for me. I don't care it. Right. Brian Singer, man. He's the one that came back and saved it and then kind of kicked it in the dick again. Yeah, that's kind of what he does. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. what he's known for. I mean, I know, like a little of McAvoy, I think, is fantastic. Fastpender yeah, was great. They you know, just, like... Lawrence,
0: is, she does her, her part. So, I And mean, you watched Apocalypse, right? I did not. Oh, man. I want to do an episode real soon where we break down, like, three or four action scenes of 2016. I think you are okay. awesome for that one. But I want to talk about the ending of Apocalypse. Uh, the ending of Civil War. I want to talk about. Air Force uh, of yeah, I want to talk about uh, the Battle of Bastards for Game of Thrones. Uh, Batman versus Superman, the Doomsday fight. Um, <laughs> and I think I had one other. But the reason I want to talk about those is because, like, yeah, Civil War. Um, hey, I always say I'm not a Marvel fan. I'm not a DC fan. I'm a movie fan. And uh, when you break it down, I mean, you look at at uh, that Marvel action scene, and it's just yeah. a, it's a piece of art, man. I I, I love it so. Um, I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh, what does Brian Singer do in the like in between movies? Did he do Jack and the Beanstalk? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. He? he does
2: do animated stuff, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Brian Singer's a weird like, cat, isn't he? Yeah, wasn't wasn't he in charge of House? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when The Superman Returns that was garbage. Yeah, know, whatever. So
0: I don't know. Um, a big trailer released on Christmas Eve. Yes, it did. Now, I know you're not a huge science fiction fan for the most part, right? right. But so, well, I'm a huge f- horror fan.
2: There you go. So
0: that kind so of holds it. So Alien move. 1 is better than Aliens.
2: Man, I, I gotta watch both of them before
0: I could say. Because uh, they're two different movies. That was one I of mean, our closest, if I remember right, Golden Idols. Right. Uh, we had, I think it was myself, Josh, and Aaron Menifee, And uh, I was an alien guy. Oh, all the way, all the way. But um, Aaron, They were aliens. Yeah, Aaron Menefee took aliens home. Aliens <laughs> won the Golden Idol, man. You can imagine that day with me. You know. <laughs> but, dude, they're both great movies. Um, But, yeah, Alien, to me, is, is amazing. But what was your opinion on Prometheus?
2: I like Prometheus more than uh, a lot of people did. You're just not getting hung up uh, on how
0: pretty Prometheus is, right?
2: Prometheus is gorgeous. It's be- beautiful. It's very gorgeous. And the story does not make sense. But, like... I really like Numi Rapace oh. in it. I think she's great. Fassbender was pretty great. Um, the story was, yeah, kind of stupid and predictable. And then it just seemed to, like, at the end, they're just like, fuck, just throw a goddamn xenomorph in there. Yeah, it's like, just, what? You didn't have to do that. Like, it like it, if, it, if that wasn't in there at all, it would have been a completely different reaction, I think, for people. Because oh, right. they wouldn't have connected it to these alien films and, and made it what it is. I think it would have been a little bit better as, like, its own standalone yeah. thing. But with this trailer that we got, we get to see that kind of bridge gapping in between Alien and Prometheus.
0: And you know, and one of my, my big rules. i was not a huge fan of Prometheus, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I always say yeah, I always <laughs> said it's a movie about going somewhere. And at the end of this movie, it's still about going somewhere. So this mm-hmm. movie's about going nowhere, okay? Yeah, that's that's Prometheus a that nutshell for me. And but I will say it's one of the prettiest science fiction it's movies gorgeous. ever made, man. I love just looking at Prometheus. But that's
2: one of the few movies like I I've, I saw it twice in theater. I saw it once, uh, and I was like, I really want to see that in three D. And so I went. I, I don't watch movies in three D uh, very often. I was like, I need to go back and watch that three D. It was a much better experience. Even in,
0: it's yeah. one that I've I've researched. Um, I've tore it apart from the ground up with with Josh Collard. I actually believe Josh Collard's a pretty big fan of uh, of um, Prometheus. But I could never find anything. It's like every time I looked deeper, I just got more discouraged. But um, for me, and one of my huge movie rules is own your bad babies. Yeah. And I know you like Prometheus, but for me, it didn't work. So I'm like, okay, let's not forget about it. You can't forget about it. It's already made. Right. And you're right, man. It's like they connected. They're, they're bridging that gap. Right. And if they can answer some things for me, or if they can make Prometheus a better movie... I'm all aboard, okay? Make me want to go back and pop in Prometheus. Yeah. Um, but, man, what do you think of this trailer, dude? I mean, you have, this is the first game. Now, it's been a long time since I've watched Alien Resurrection, and, okay, <laughs> but if if I'm my memory serves me right, this is the first time that we ever get a backburster, isn't it? Because, you know, so. you know, you know when you get to, like, a, a part four or a part ten in a series, you're doing crazy shit? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a backburster. I don't think I've seen a backburster, no. That was bitching, wasn't that it? That was pretty cool.
2: Oh. Like, I think this movie's gonna be a lot more gritty and gory than Prometheus was, and I uh-huh. think that's gonna that's gonna help it out a lot. I think oh. just, like... Other than that, like okay, Prometheus had that cool fucking scene where she rips the alien out of her. You like that? No, yeah, that was, awesome. that, that, yeah that was awesome. Yeah, that was a great scene. That
0: was that was a I want, great I want release things, I mean, things like that. You yeah, know, like
2: intelligent,
0: like beautiful destruction. Oh man, can we just skip to shower alien sex? What is that? What's going on <laughs> that was, there? That was kind of. I was going. Kind oh of like, okay. Yeah, nah, is that going to be like the? I was a little off board on that. I mean, you're just in the theater and you're just like, and you're just like, uh, what the hell? I mean, like violence and sex. I don't know whether to <laughs> masturbate or masturbate harder. But you're right, dude. They're tapping into – it's like they're getting back to their horror roots right. with this trailer. Like, I don't know if you noticed it, but the, I broke this, this thing down scene by scene. I, I've been searching the internet, looking for, uh, for answers all day. And uh, it's just like there's a, there's a footprint. Um, at the, I think it's one of the first stills of the movie. And it doesn't look xenomorph. It doesn't look human. So uh, there's been a rumor of there being like some kind of proto like, – like protomorph. I don't know, Mm. so I'm very curious if we're gonna see some different versions of aliens here. And I think, like a lot of people, if they're watching this, you think anybody's confused by this? Oh, absolutely. Because it is it, (laughs) you know, like we know it's a sequel to Prometheus, and it's gonna be like maybe hopefully they're gonna get some maybe some prequel stuff into Alien. Mm -hmm. Hard telling where they're gonna go with this. So, but a lot of people, when you see, like I was confused until I started doing some research here, Um, because we know that Michael Fassbender's in this. Yes. This might just might as well be the Michael Fassbender episode. Yeah. But. I guess he's playing an android named Walter as well as David. Hmm. So th- watch this trailer again. Did you know that? I didn't know. This was doing some research today. So it's like there's two different versions. And you see the, like, the, the one who lands and he's a little bit more spruced up. Hmm. I guess that's Walter. So there's going to be two different Michael Fassbender androids here. So hmm. uh, pretty interesting. Did you see that guy? That It looks really Star Wars-esque. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So... Uh, but the, there's a very, it's, it's like, it's on grass you see someone approaching that's in a cloak. Yeah. So rumor is that that's David in paradise. Okay. Cause I guess for the longest time, this movie is going to be called paradise, Prometheus, paradise, whatever the third one was going to be. But, um, so I guess David has landed. We don't know how long cause Numi, uh, r- uh, what's Rupass. her name? Noomis. Yeah. Numi Rupas. She's not in this trailer. But at the end of the mo- at the end of the trailer, you see some dog tags uh-huh. on that that location that they're at, which has to be where they went probably, because you see that ship in the background. Right. So I don't know. There's some cool stuff here, but you think Numi Raposa is going to be in this again, or you think it's going to be so set in mean, the future that maybe I, yeah, she's dead?
2: I don't know. Cause, I mean, because Dave is an android, so he can you know live as long as he yeah. has to. So, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I I, I watched the trailer, but I'm going to distance myself from. Learning about it. I don't want to know too much. I just want to get there and yeah. experience when it's and If you can give me
0: two Michael Fassbender androids, <laughs> I'm down with
2: that. He's <laughs> a good looking dude. Is that what you're implying? Or dude, just, yeah. you're just, no, like, he's just I'm a great actor. Oh, man. And okay. that, you know,
0: um, going back to Prometheus, that's one of my favorite parts of it was him watching Lawrence of Arabia mm-hmm. and trying to take on that Peter O'Toole look, you know? Oh, I loved it. Um, but what would you think of Danny McBride, man? He's, he's going to be
2: that Paul Reiser, right? In, in Aliens,
0: oh, I think, maybe. He looks, he looks kind of hard-ass in this. He looks like he's got the cowboy hat. He looks like he fits. I don't know about you. I'm a huge Danny McBride fan. But I love casting against type. Right. And we don't know if he's gonna bring any comedy. I, th- I, I think he's gonna
2: have a little bit of comedy, but I think he's gonna be that chicken shit guy. Uh huh. I think he's gonna be that chicken shit guy that gets somebody killed because. of Okay. That. Really. Really. I think that's where that's usually what the comedy like uh, a, when a comedian comes into like a horror type movie. Uh, like, they're usually that. Like they don't they don't hit us over the head with comedy because that's not what the movie is. But they they'll get their little you know lines in here and there, and then just be the.
0: The yeah either way i think there's going to be if he's playing that you know com- comedic role or if he's coming in and he's playing a badass he's got that look where he's got a little bit of a beard going on you know he's got the the cowboy hat so i don't know man he could be one of them rock and roll cowboy guy like let's just go kick some ass you know he's even uh what's her name um i've never oh what is she from um catherine waterston have you ever seen her before um catherine waterston she looks just like ripley don't you... Have you see the resemblance from that? I can't. she got I the wife beater. Her hair is cut the same... The same... Um, length. Hmm. But anyway, Mike... Uh, Dan, um, James Franco... James Franco. Sorry, James Franco's <laughs> in this. We're gonna actually get to that. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm just bringing ruining the do- movie. <laughs> 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 but um, Danny McBride, um, he hands her uh, like a shotgun or something. Right. But that's uh, one of the first uh, scenes that you see her. But she looks very ripply Yes. Go watch this again. I mean, that's kind of confusing to me why you would... Cast another female lead that looks just like Rip. Well, maybe that's
2: kind of the idea. Like these, I don't know. I I don't. Where know. you going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't want to put. I don't want to put too much thought into it because uh, I think that that. Kills,
0: oh, I was that yeah, kills Christmas me. morning. I was just laying in bed. Jerking it, (laughs) just reading about alien, man. I was loving it. Uh, But James Franco supposedly is going to be in this, but he wasn't in the trailer. Um, There was rumors he was going to play the captain, but we also we see that Billy Crudup looks like he's playing the captain,
2: which he looks like he dies. I think he's going to die. Tell me he
0: doesn't look like an alien captain of a ship, though. He does, doesn't he? I love it, dude. I love the casting. Mm. Love the casting. So yeah, we have uh, the airborne. Um spores. Do you see that? Yes. The first time. And I love that they're breaking down the science of an alien. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, like them the, the facehuggers huggers, which you know, we're gonna get some of that. There's actually that that little yeah. bit in the in the, in the scene really, there. Really yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So but um it's cool to see different angles of this or different ways that it can affect you. Um I would almost bet you right now that um, the guy who gets the back bruster mm-hmm. probably goes in through the ear there for mm-hmm. some kind of airborne spore. And because um, it's not coming out like it normally would where it would, you know, like lay its eggs in your mouth down mm-hmm. to the chest cavity. I don't know. I don't know. Pretty interesting. We'll but see. Yeah. I, I love the tone of this. So it's just awesome that we're getting back to that that yeah. horror, you know, elements. There wasn't one bad scene from this trailer. I was eating it uh, Yeah, I was
2: excited for everything they showed me.
0: So. And then the glass on glass where it's just classic alien where it's like, help me! I'm, I'm in a room and I need <laughs> help! Go get a gun! <laughs> but then you know that if you let that fucker out... The whole ship's dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, bring yeah. back Alien. I'm on fire. That beautiful morality moment. Oh, love it. So let's uh, take us out, man. Where? Um, actually, actually, what have you watched this week?
2: Anything good? Yeah, I've watched a few things. Uh, I try, I started watching the the O A on Netflix. Oh, a lot of people is it good? Talking about that. It's it's like a weirdly captivating show, but I have no fucking idea what's going on. Really? And I think that's. I think that's what a lot point? of people say. Like they're like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm enthralled. And then I've heard the endings kind of. Uh, Really? That sucks. We'll see how that goes. Anything else?
0: Trips to theater, or anything like that? Uh, no. I haven't been to the movies, so just watching stuff at home. Uh, Everything's limited release right now, man. Everything that's good yeah. right now is, is you have to go to Indianapolis, Chicago, or something like that to watch it. We're in the, uh, Pofuck, Lafayette, Indiana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Jackie right now is in at the Landmark. Yeah. Um, Nocturnal Animals, I want to see that. That's at the Landmark. Uh, we just finished watching La La Land at the landmarks. That was that was really good. Um, I just watched War Dogs, man. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, Todd Phillips directed this. Um, I didn't even know that until the the uh, the credits came up. I was like, that's impressive. Hmm. Todd yeah. Phillips. Bradley Cooper was in it. It was actually yeah. funny. I actually turned to my wife and uh, before I knew that Todd Phillips directed this, Bradley Cooper was in this. So I go, you think they're ever gonna make another Hangover movie? Not that I give a shit, but I'm like, <laughs> no. do, you, do you ever think they're gonna make another Hangover movie? And then. Uh, the credits and Todd Phillips is like that. That explains a lot. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. But I tell you what, man, I was I was uh, I was entertained yeah. throughout the whole movie, and that's saying a lot in 2016 because there's most movies, man. I'm just like, okay, fuck, man, I got yeah. shit to do, right? So I don't know. I, I really, no, don't I, know. I've
2: been finding good movies here towards the end. Thank of the Thank God, year, man. And, you know, I think I, I got you to watch Sing
0: Street. Yeah, really, yeah real good. Yeah, um, we got to break yeah. out a review on that sometime yeah, soon too. Yeah, fantastic movie. Um, but man, going back to um, War Dogs, Jonah Hill, man, he has a streak, a few streaks in this, mm-hmm. where and I know people have called him like a young Sean, uh, not Sean Penn, um, Sean Penn's brother, Remember? Chris Penn. Chris Penn, yeah, like a lot of people have said that he's like a young Chris Penn, and I think he's really coming into just his his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a streak in this where I honestly think you could go with a Martin Scorsese and he could play that that um, uh, what's his name? Joe Pesci role. Really? Well he just fucking loses it and goes ape shit on you like I honestly think he's there to yeah. where I can find Jonah Hill intimidating um this was like a, a slightly watered down version maybe I think of uh, Wolf of Wall Street you know yeah. his characters kind of has those kind of dealings you know he's he's just he's, right. he's a messed up individual like that but um I'll tell you what I, I like miles teller but he didn't impress me as much um, and I don't know if it was because of Wa- Wolf of Wall Street maybe I'm just I have that duo. Of DiCaprio and Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. and maybe that Jonah Hill and Miles Teller just doesn't have that chemistry like DiCaprio right. and, and 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 Jonah Hill does. But I I still like that. That was really good. But Jonah Hill, man, loved that guy. Man, that guy can really like the dude's badass. Loved him in this. So yeah, check yeah. out. Yeah, check it out. That was a great movie. Um, and then I watched. I'm um, just telling you about it. Passengers. Passengers. Thirty percent yeah. on rotten tomatoes. People are saying it sucks ass. And I didn't think it was half bad. Half bad. So like fifty percent? Yeah, it's like fifty percent. I'd give it fifty percent, I'd give it sixty-five <laughs> percent.
2: Is it like like a good like first half and then the second half falls apart yeah, kind of? Dude, thing? I mean and there's you're like, yeah,
0: you're gonna come back and you're gonna you're probably gonna shit all over second act and third act. You probably yeah. will. And I and I won't argue with you, you know, but I tell you what, there's it kept me entertained and again it's, it's hey, if you can entertain me in twenty sixteen i'm That's happy important. and chris pratt and jennifer lawrence i mean they're magical together you know um yeah so i say check it out man don't listen to critics on this one listen listen to us well, listen to me I've <laughs> listen to I, the critics with attitude Didn't think it was too man. bad so uh where can they find you man? anything else you uh, want to say oh
2: god i had something i can't remember it now so fuck that um movie script life uh everywhere social media facebook i'm kyle brown i'm in the group i Oh, shit, I post you know things that look like obituaries all the time but aren't obituaries. <laughs> and people are like, Oh my god, I can't believe so and so's dead! And I'm like, it's You hear just that their almost birthday. like
0: once, uh, yeah. every time you put it up, yeah, yeah pretty much. Funny. Uh, Pantheon's coming up, man, we gotta give that a shout out. God, yeah, yeah. So Thursday we're having our get together, we're our, our Pantheon powwow, and we're gonna see who gets what month. And then February 1st, is Pantheon, man. We're gonna I'm go and see if we
2: I've got, I've got three movies it. that I'm like trying to. But what do i want to nominate and yeah. like, I, like i had i had it down to two and then you mentioned a movie and i'm like god that's gotta be in there <laughs> it's gotta be in the discussion and so now i'm, I'm back to
0: three yeah and if you don't know what pantheon is we have nine council members they all nominate a movie and we have to have two-thirds majority vote so we have to have six to three for it to pass all right if it passes it goes into the the holy of holies and you can go to adventuresinvideoland.com Check it out. You can see what's in our pantheon. What do we have right now? Just We
2: just added Raiders. We just
0: added Raiders of the Lost Ark. The Thing. Thing. With uh, the Our
2: first clean sweep
0: of Roger, Roger Rabbit. Roger um, Star Wars. Yo Jimbo, And uh, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. I think that might be about it, huh? I believe so. Yeah, so some solid flicks. So check us out um, of videoland.com And do not forget to go to Facebook. Um, We're on and- iTunes now. What on it iTunes.
2: iTunes. Get your ass to Where iTunes? Are you on iTunes. Get your ass to iTunes. iTunes. They got it in China even. Probably. You, I've never
0: been in China. Maybe they. Got you've it. been watching Adventures in Movie News.